You're listening to a session of Come Celebrate, hosted by the Bay Christian Family Church. Who is ready to get into the Word? Please turn with me to Matthew 6 verse 31. Now yesterday when I was listening to Pastor David speak, it was just crazy because he spoke on seek first the kingdom of God. That's the first scripture that he opened up. And that's the word that God gave me to speak to you today because I have the privilege to grow up in a family like I did with my parents who know the word, who believe the word, that there's nothing other than the word of God. And I had that privilege to grow up in that, to seek first the kingdom of God. And through that, I have learned kingdom principles. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble, for after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Do you see uh, uh, another translation said all these things, like all these minor things, all these unnecessary things will be added to you when you seek first the kingdom of God. Do you see it doesn't say what shall we eat, what shall we drink, what shall we wear. If you do all of this stuff, if you want all these things to be added to you, seek first the kingdom of God. No, it says seek first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added to you. God wants to use you. God wants to use a people to impact His kingdom. God wants to use you in this world today to impact His world and manifest His kingdom through your life. Can you say amen? amen. But we need to be willing. We need to be able to sacrifice our life. We need to be able to lay down our life. We need to lay down what we love, what is, what is holding us back. Amen? So in order to do that, we need to spend time with God. We need to know God. We need to be intimate with God. I just want to tell you a bit about uh, a story. You know, I've got this sister. Her name is Brittany. Make some noise for Brittany. She's been doing a great job. All of the stuff is done by her, and it's absolutely phenomenal. It's amazing. And um, when she started going out with her husband now, Vota, when they started dating... You know, then she would come home and then she would act different. She would be doing things the way Vota does things. And I'm like, who are you? And what are you doing? And then she started liking the things that Vota likes. And then Vota started liking the things that Brittany liked. I was like, what's going on yet? You guys aren't being the same. But it's because when you spend time with someone, you start becoming like them. When you start spending time with someone, you start liking the things that they like. So when you spend time with God, you start liking the things that God likes. When you start spending time with God, you start becoming like God. In His image, perfect in every way. God wants to use you to impact His kingdom, but He needs to use a perfect people, a people that is like Him. Not perfect in our way, but perfect in every way because Jesus is perfect. God is perfect in every way, so He chose and He desires to fellowship with an imperfect people to turn you into a perfect person to impact the world. 
Come with me to Genesis 22. Now, when I was praying and I was asking God, what can I speak about to come celebrate? I wanted to speak about a great story and bring it back to great stories because that is the theme of the conference. And um, when God spoke to me, he spoke to me about Abraham, you know, the father of many nations. How great of a story is that? So as we read in Genesis 22, now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and Abraham said, here I am. Then he said, take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So God's here meeting with Abraham and he asks him, Abraham, go take your son, but not just your son, go take your only son. And not just your only son, go take your only son whom you love. And go take your only son whom you love and sacrifice him as a burnt offering. Some of you are here going, mm, amen. Okay. Go sacrifice your only son whom you love as a burnt offering. Maybe some of the parents here are like, I wish I could do that with my son. <laughs> but praise the Lord, they're in children's church. As we carry on. So Abraham rose. I just want to make this point. Right. So now he said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains on which I shall tell you. So Abraham moaned and complained and said, God, this is so hard. I can't take my only son whom I love and sacrifice him. No. Let's carry on reading. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offerings, and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. We will come back to you. You see, Abraham so firmly believed and stood on the word that God gave him when he told him, I will name you Abraham, father of many nations. In order to have father of many nations as your name, you have to have children's children. In order to have children's children, you need to have children. So Abraham so firmly stood on the word that God gave him. He was so ready to do whatever God told him, no matter the cost. And today, we as children of God need to go through, I will do anything, no matter the cost, because I believe the word that God gave me. How many of you have, are here today, God gave you a word, but you feel like you're going through a time of testing? You feel like you're going through a time of, you know, this might be a bit hard right now, but God gave me a word. I want to encourage you, stand on the word. Stay on the word that God gave you. Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son, 
And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told them. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything, for, do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. So you see, God, Abraham had to go through a testing. Abraham had to prove to God that I will do anything to show you that I believe your word. That I will do whatever you tell me to do. And some of us here need to know that your breakthrough is in your sacrifice. That your provision is in your sacrifice. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day in the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gate of the enemies. In their seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they arose and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. Today we're at a place where God wants to manifest His kingdom on this earth. He wants to bring revival, He wants to bring rebuilding, and He wants to bring restoration, hallelujah. But He needs a people to do that. He needs you and I to do that, but He needs us to sacrifice. He needs to lay down what we love. What are you holding on to that you love too much that you can't let go? That's holding you back from the promises of what God has for you. That's holding you back from your provision. You know, you may be finding yourself in a time of testing, a time of you heard God's word, but now he's testing you. And now you're going through this and you may be like um, Pastor Judah's message the other day. What the heck am I doing here? But know that God is on your side and know that he loves you and know that he chose you specifically. If you are here today and you may not think, why am I here? And you may think, what am I doing here? Why am I here? God, what do you want to do with me? Know that God chose you specifically. You are here for a reason because God loves you. You are here for a reason because he wants to use you. 
Because He wants to manifest His kingdom inside of you and through you. He wants to use His people because today is the day that we live in a time of kingdom manifestations. It is time that we learn the ways of the kingdom and walk in the ways of the kingdom. Amen. Abraham knew the word that God gave him. Hebrews 11 verse 17. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, concluding that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from which he also received him as a figurative sense. So Abraham even knew that God will do anything. I know the promise God gave me. And no matter what, God will fulfill his promises. He will, I will become father of many nations. Even if my son Isaac has to be raised up from the dead. Now, a few years ago, when I was... Um, you know, preparing for a message. I wasn't even speaking, but I wanted to prepare for a message. And then I came up with this great message idea of the person that crucified Jesus. Now, thinking about the person that crucified Jesus, you know, it might have been his duty. Uh, he was a Roman soldier, so obviously it was a group of people that had to do it. Even if he believed he was the son of God, he still had to be on duty and do what he was told to do, right? Hebrews 6 verse 4 to 6, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, if they fall away to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put to an open shame. So I had to look at my own life. I was pointing fingers, this person that crucified Jesus, even though he may have thought he's the son of God. I had to look at my own life. Have I not been, what if I crucified Jesus again and put him on the cross again? Because I'm not receiving fully of what God has for me. I'm not receiving the fullness of what Jesus has for me. Because it's so easy to receive offense. It's so easy to receive depression, doubt, confusion, but that's just putting Jesus on the cross again when he's already paid for that. So freely accept the gift that he's already paid for. Amen. Us as the church, we need to come together and we need to work together. You know, we need to stop looking at the log in our brother's eyes or the, the speck in our brother's eyes when we need to look at the log in our own eyes and stop criticizing in the church. If we stop criticizing our fellow members in the church, maybe the world won't think of us as a joke. Maybe the world will take what we have to say. And that way we can manifest the kingdom in this world today. You know, I've been offended many times in my life at this church. But where do I have to go? I live at my pastor's house. Some people get offended and they leave. I can't. 
It's okay. I love, I love it. I love this church with all my heart so much. So we need to learn to manifest the kingdom of, in this world today. Romans 12, verse 1 to 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God wants to write our story today. God wants to rewrite your story today. But in order to let God rewrite your story, and in order to let God write your story, you need to put your pen down, and you need to let God write your story. You need to stop writing. We need to stop writing our own story and start letting God write our story. Put down the things of this world and transform your mind to the re- and be transformed by the renewing of your mind and do not be conformed to this world. Because God wants to manifest his kingdom and he wants to do it in our lives. And he wants to do it in your life. Amen. Amen. So let's put our pens down. Let's pick up our cross. And let's walk to what God has for us. Amen. Amen. How many of you are grateful for God's gratefulness? For God's goodness? His thankfulness? Amen. Praise God. So now today, have you heard Jesus wants to write your story? And it's time for us as a church to let him write our story. And I want to know, is there people here today that will let him write your story? Are you ready to pick up your cross? To walk towards what God has for you? Because his promises are yes and amen. God has so much in store for you. He's got provision for you. He's got lives that He wants to impact in and through you. Communities that He wants to change for you, through you. He wants to rebuild cities through you. As we've been hearing from Apostle Allen Bagg, rebuilding the waste places. Building the waste places. And we need to be able to do that. We need to be able to say, yes, that's me. I'm going to do that. I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk the walk and talk. Walk the talk that I talk. What I've learned from my dad and from my mom, you know, they don't just speak the word. They live the word. And because they live the word, the kingdom is manifested through them. Because it's kingdom principles. We can't just speak what we want to speak. We can't just read the word, come to church on a weekend and do what we want throughout the rest of the week and wonder where is God? Why is my life not in a good and healthy place? But it's because we're not living the word. We need to live by integrity and character. 
And that is what this man and woman of God live by. And that is what has been imparted into my life. That is what I have seen every single day of my life. I don't know anything other than the kingdom of God. You know, when something happened in my life, then they would say, what does the word say? I would say, I don't care what the word says. This was when I was younger. I just want to know what you know. You know, make me feel better. And pat me on the back. But no, they said, what does the word say? I never had the right or the opportunity to say what I want. It's always what God wants. Because what God wants is so much better than what we want. And we need to grow into a place where spending time with God becomes the things of what God wants then becomes what we want. Because we may be in a place where I want this, I want that, but those are the minor things, the things that don't matter, the little things. But when you seek first the kingdom of God, those things don't even matter anymore. Then it just becomes his kingdom. How can I manifest your kingdom in and through my life? How can I become more like you, perfect in every way? Amen. Amen. So today, I want to encourage you. Let's walk the walk. And let's talk the talk. And let's manifest the kingdom, this kingdom in the earth today. Let's rebuild cities. Let's bring restoration to lives. Let's bring restoration to families. Amen. Let's love on people. Let's bring the love of Jesus into this world today, into our schools, into our families. Parents, I just want to encourage you, bring your children to church. You know, growing up, there, were, there was no alternative. Sunday was church. There was no option for me to not come to church. No matter how much I didn't want to come to church, I had no option. So I may have grown up, you know, maybe not with the fear of God, maybe with the fear of Apostle Alan and Apostle Jenny. <laughs> I wasn't a crazy kid growing up, but I certainly was mediocre. And I certainly didn't have the fire of God inside my life. But coming to church weekend after weekend, because my parents believe the word, because they believe the word so much that it is yes and amen, they said, my children will be in church. My children will believe the word that I believe. So I got brought to church every weekend, and now I love church. I can't not be here. It is a part of me. It's inside of me. And it's because I'm willing to seek first the kingdom of God and lay down my life because it's no longer I who lives, but it's Christ who lives within me. Amen. So I just want to encourage the parents, bring your children to church. They may be upset, but it's okay. Their lives will be forever changed. Amen. Family, I want to thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, Dad and Mom, for giving me this opportunity to speak. I love you so much. Thank you, family. Love you. Thank you for listening to this session of Come Celebrate. We hope you enjoyed.